Welcome back to Off the Rails. As always, it's your host, DJ. In case we're going to do a little free balling edition here, kind of see where this goes. So, the divisional rounds just ended, and DJ's team is now joining my team in the offseason. Yep. And uh, we're going to let him recap his game for you and go from there. Yep. It was uh, started off amazing. <laughs> yeah, it did. It started off like, whoa, is, are we about to blow these guys out? And, man, I tell you, if uh, they didn't go for that fourth and one, it, we may have. You know what I mean? That was smart by Sean Payton. Um, was that where Taysom Hill ran the ball? Yeah. Yep. Got a fourth and one. Uh, it was like probably on the 43 of theirs, you know. So if we if they didn't get that, man, we're getting the ball and you know, already on the other side of the 50. That was yeah. ballsy. Uh, it all changed when Foles threw that pick, man. And I put half of that on Ertz, man. Uh, Ertz should have fucking turned into a defender and whacked that ball down, man. You know what I mean? Have a little bit of uh, football IQ right there in that moment. Yeah, know? become the defender. Lattimore's in between you you and the ball. You're not going to catch it around him. You know what I mean? Uh, you, so at that point, he had an easy... He could have come right down between the Lattimore's hands and whacked it right out, man, if he would have done that. Yeah. And uh, he didn't. He went for the catch. Lattimore brought it in. Well, uh, I would say the story of the game, why we lost the game, was uh, a lot of inaccurate throws by Nick Foles. He didn't have a good game. I'd also say you had a lot of injuries Injuries, and uh, they dropped like flies, man. And when Fletch went out, there was a huge difference in In your defense. Huge difference, yeah, especially running the ball. All of a sudden, they could run the ball. They weren't running the ball when Fletch was It doesn't matter who... How good your backup is, he's not Fletcher Cox. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Loey Nada and uh, uh, Timmy Jernigan are studs. Yeah. Loey Nada seven years ago would, I know. Have, would have been the man. But we're not, I mean, it is what it is. Yep. But that's what I noticed is when Fletch went out, that was the biggest difference from any of the injuries. I'll tell you what, though, the guys that, the mash unit that you guys put as defensive backs really grew up this season. Man, I cannot believe they it. They were either. like, did you hear you talk about how garbage they were when they first oh, got there? They to, were, man. Every game I've seen, Cravion LeBlanc's been the man. I know. Dude, he is a diamond in the rough. You know, we signed him. You know, he ain't even been on the team seven weeks yet, dude. Like, that guy was a guy who came off the street, sucked ass, and has slowly. Gotten a little better incrementally. I remember when Joe DeCamera said Crevion LeBlanc had a good game, and I scoffed. I'm like, oh, stop. I'm like, Maddox, yeah, but LeBlanc, come on, dude. He made one play. And, you know, sure enough, he started making more and to the point now where he looks pretty good, man. Like, he might, like, he's, like, Darby's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've had Darby for two years. He's been injured, both of them. And he costs money. He's going to, his rookie co- co- deals up, you know. I don't want to invest in him. He's not a good tackler. He's good coverage, and he's a freak athlete. He's got 4-3 speed. I like that, you know. Yeah, he mean? gambles but a lot. He's gone. Yeah. So we'll roll with, but I feel good with LeBlanc, Maddox, and Jalen Mills. And Jenkins Cindy. says he's coming back. Yeah, Malcolm. Yeah. yeah. He said originally in his head he was only going to play 10 years. This was his 10th year. He said he's got plenty in the tank. He doesn't want to call it again. Absolutely, he's got plenty in the tank. He played every single snap. A decent you, Next year, you do not want to see that, though. Next year, like... we got to get deeper at safety, yeah, man. Yeah, let that dude get some breathers, man. Yeah, man. Because he is getting up there. But Absolutely. He, he played great this year. He, he did. He played... He, Dude, Malcolm Jenkins... Is he's my favorite player, honestly, uh, on the whole team, man. Um, 
and a lot of it is because he's a Buckeye, you know, and he was awesome at Ohio State. He was he was probably our best defensive player when he played for when he was yeah. a Buckeye. Um, I wanted him too because that was right kind of close to when we got rid of when Dawkins. Uh, yeah, yeah, retired. A couple, he came yep. a couple years later. Yep. I ask a question though. I hope it didn't ruffle any feathers. Does it hurt more when former Buckeyes fuck you up in the, in the pros? Because uh, Michael Thomas. I know. He's and even beast. even Lattimore. I mean, it's... They tried to get us with uh, Ginn, too. Yeah. I mean, that was the one where LeBlanc intercepted yeah. it, but they tried to give yeah. Ted Ginn... I watched Ginn drop a couple balls. He's mm-hmm. good for a couple drops. Yeah. But uh, Michael Thomas, man... And it might be a lot of it is the quarterback, but just as a he's receiver. A beast, dude. Yeah, dude. He's... People were arguing after the game that they would still rather have OBJ or... I don't see it. I see consistency. I see great hands. Good route runner. Big, yep. strong dude. He ain't got blazing speed, but, man, he gets separation. He's And a lot of you are playing with Drew Brees. Yeah. You know, they got a good connection going. I'm not saying that shit works and you put him with whoever, but... If we could have got a good... They haven't signed him yet. Michael Thomas, they, this is the year they can go start looking to, you know, give him an extension. They are uh, one of them teams that pay their quarterback a lot. Brees makes a ton of money, man. And Brees is probably on the books for the two right now. Yep. Man, I tell you, if we'd have got a good quarterback uh, play out of our team, uh, we'd have won that game. Cause, you had it for a quarter. Well, you hold Drew Brees to 20 points. You need to win that game. Like you said, dude, when you hold him to that, you got to win that game. you got to score 24 in that game. Yeah, you know? yeah. And we should have. We could have. And Alshon fucked up at the end, but you know what? Um, I'm going to give him a pass, man. I might, that might sound soft, but... Dude, in that game alone, he had four or five amazing catches that he always has. Uh, I know there's going to be a lot more good than bad with Alshon Jeffrey. So, yeah, it sucks, man. It sucks. Uh, but Alshon I, coming back? Yeah, yeah. Alshon's definitely coming back. Did you see the clip of Doug talk? Like, he stood in front of the locker room and greeted every player yeah. that came in before they went in. Yep. Dude, the players love Doug. He's a leader of men. Yeah, Michael Bennett. Dude, Michael Bennett was talk, telling his story about how he was throwing a little fit, being a bitch, you know what I mean? And uh, he uh, well, you know, was mad about playing time, and he was being vocal about it too, you know what I mean? And Doug, I guess, called him up personally and uh, was like, I don't know, he ended up winning Michael, I can't tell you what he said to him, but uh, he ended up winning Michael Bennett way over and I think if you can even get Michael Bennett to listen exactly. to you, you're doing something. Because that dude just seems like a hothead. Exactly. For him, Michael Bennett told the story of he was like, so when I talked to Doug, he was like, he looks at me like I'm a human being first. You know what I mean? And uh, he's like, so this is my dude. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride with what he says. So I was like, I, I've never heard Michael Bennett say that about Pete Carroll. You no, know what I mean? No, I've heard Michael any Bennett. Martellus. Yeah. Say anything good about a coach. About anybody. Yeah. <laughs> anybody. I don't know. You're right. Heard, for real. Other than each other. Yep. Exactly. You are right about that. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean. I'll tell you what. I, Michael Bennett was a beast for us this year, man. He got to do something about his shoulder pad game, though. Man. It looked like he wearing some Pop Warner I, joints, every, dude. Or him and Sproul sharing the same pair. What the fuck, dude? They're so little. I, if it makes him good, fuck it, man. Maybe he's. Gets off of blocks easier something. or something, dude. It's just, just it looks. Yeah, it looks terrible. It, I know. It looks the worst. But you know, it's not. You wearing a sports bra out there or something? I can't. Sometimes it looks like he even has any on. Yeah, I know. 
get a different fitting jersey then or something because it looks weird. It's just a it weird. does. It does. No one talks about I'll it. I'll tolerate it. I think though. we should bring it up just because. Oh, no they talk, talk about it on WIP. They should. Ike Reese said it's the ugliest uniform he's ever. You know, like he's like, they they do they clown on it, uh, but. You know, I'll, I'll, uh, it doesn't bother me because he's good. If, yeah. if he sucked, I would hate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be like, get rid of this asshole. But man, yeah. he gets a lot of sacks, man. Brandon Graham came out and said that he owes it to his family to test the open market. That's what he said yeah. today. Which he does. Yep, he does. He owes it to his family to see what he can get. He's a beast, man. I love Brandon Graham. I'll, I'll miss Brandon Graham if we lose him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just going to dip his toe in and see what he can get. and He'll probably get it. Well, you, and you guys, I mean... You got some money you got to take off the books. You know what I mean? He's part, he's part of that. Jason Peters will be a nice chunk of it. Getting off, getting him off of the books. Man, dude. Uh, Brandon Brooks, dude, suffered an Achilles injury in the Saints game. Oh, no, no. It looked bad. That sucks. He tried to go off field on his own and couldn't. I saw that. And then he ended up going down. Sucks, man. He, you know, he, he is, uh, you know, our offensive, like, Losing Peters is going to suck, man, because we do not have a guy right now that can... Vitae is not the guy, man, to, to permanently replace Peters, you know what I mean? So, uh, I don't know what we're going to do, you know. I don't want to reach in the draft either, you know what I mean? So, but we need to clear that cap up, man. Peters can't play anymore, man. He's good enough to still play, but his body won't cooperate. And he's not worth the money you have to pay him nope. to play either. no. Nope. He's not a top five left tackle anymore, you know. He has weeks where he can ball out, you know what I mean, but he's not, you know, what he was, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No no one stays like that forever, man. Nope. He did for a long time, too. Mm. Yeah, a real long time. Oh, oh 04 when he came in? Is that I don't right? know. I know he's playing. In my head, that's what it sounded this like. This is his 15th season just now. So, yeah. Yeah, man. He did his thing. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. And when he goes in the Hall of Fame, he'll go in as an eagle. So yeah, that, for that's, sure. That's uh, That's cool. Yeah, I uh, he 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 and John Runyon didn't play for the Eagles, uh, you know, or uh, didn't get drafted by the Eagles. But they'll go. Well, Runyon ain't a Hall of Famer, but he was an Eagles Hall of Famer for sure. And if he were to go in the Hall of Fame, surely he would go in as an Eagle as well. Uh, that's it's. How you got any guys like that you can think of? Uh, like great Browns players that weren't drafted by the Browns. That's like all time. Browns that played in my lifetime or, or, or ever, ever ever uh, I'm trying to think <laughs> most yeah well most of the greats the, the Paul Brown brought in originally the, those were all us you know what I mean they didn't come through anyone else uh, I mean we've had people make pit stops but they really make Cleveland their yeah. Career. And we've been that for other pe- people. Like Bobby Mitchell started with us, ends up going to the Redskins, had a Hall of Fame career. Yeah. Paul Warfield started with us, went somewhere else eventually. We haven't ever, we've never been on the other end of that. Yeah. I, I don't think. Like uh, where we have, uh, we got Norm Van Brocklin and he won us a uh, championship and he was a Ram before then and he, yeah. you know, he, uh, well, I don't know if he, he's a, a famous eagle, but I don't know if he would, you know, how much of an eagle he represented, you know what I mean? Like, he was supposed to be our coach, but he didn't play for us for a super long time, so he's a bad example. Peters would be a better example, you know, right there. 
Sproles, I don't know what he'll, you know, what he considers himself, but as far as the Philadelphia Eagles fan base goes, man, Sproles is love, man. Like, yeah. Like, we, I, I'm a huge Sproles fan, and uh, I didn't realize how good he was till he played for my team, you know. I always uh, was a doubter uh, a little bit, you know. Uh, when he played, I remember when he played for San Diego, I just was like, you know, LT softening him up, and then that little dude so fast when he gets in there, you know, he ain't, he ain't gonna, he won't have a long career, you know. Yeah. But. <clears throat> he had a long career Michael Turner, who was supposed to be the other feature back for that same team. Chargers? Yeah, yeah, Michael, you yeah. Michael Turner, right? Yeah, played for the Falcons. He yeah, was yeah, and he, and he killed it for the Falcons yeah. when he first got there. Yeah, they, 08. But it, it looked like, because they had all three at one time. He was one of them guys that had over 300 carries, 350 years. <clears> That's like a like death that. sentence the yeah. next season. DeMarco, you can look, just look through the years. Look at guys that get that kind of fucking workload, and then the next year it's just almost impossible to get it going. Larry Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know, he, she, how quick was Larry Johnson out that league? He looked like, he looked like he was a top five back. For you know like I mean? two seasons. Yeah, yeah. And then they yeah. ran him to death. And mm-hmm. Same reason uh, Bell Grace said. The reason Bell didn't want to play this year for the Steelers. He's worried they were going to kill him. Yeah. Literally kill him because he only had one year left on the, on the deal and they weren't going to re-sign him. Oh, yeah. Both they, sides knew it. Yep. They tagged him. He said, fuck that. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever. So, he... It might have been, it might pay off. It might pay off. Yeah, but short term. I mean, he's a running back, so even if it does, he's got two, three years of being mm-hmm. a stud if he has that much. If, yeah. And then you go from being a stud at running back to not being oh. in the league Whoop. real quick. Yep. Very few guys can have that second career, figure out that second gear that they can do to help your team enough to... Frank Gore's doing it. Absolutely. Because he was the man at one point for his team, and now he's a piece. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do that. Ego, too. A lot of it's ego. A lot of it, you won't allow yourself to be just a piece. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what McCoy's at now. McCoy can be a piece for somebody. You know what I mean? But, um, he, you know, last year was his last year of being uh, a workhorse back, you know. Uh, it's probably his last 1,000-yard season. He didn't get it this year. It's the first time in... He'd have to be in a perfect scenario to get that now. I but think. seriously, I can't, dude. I can't remember the last time McCoy didn't get a thousand yards. It might have been uh, Andy Reid's last year, and McCoy only played in eight games that year. Um, other than that, man, I can't think of a time he didn't get a thousand yards until yeah. this season right here, man. But it's all a- right. The teams that are remaining, we'll go to your conference first. What, how do you see that playing out? Oh, Saints, man. Rams, in New Orleans. Probably the Saints. My gut says Saints. Man, I sure hope the Rams win, man. I'm rooting for the Rams over them, man. I hate Sean Payton, man. And uh, that's about what it comes down to. I just think he's an arrogant douchebag, and I can't stand him. So I hope the uh, Rams win it, but I think the Saints will. It's hard to go in that building and play. Jared Goff. Um I just, you know, I don't believe in him totally, you know. Now, if they can get it going with Todd Gurley, you know what and I mean? And C.J. Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, and then. It ain't easy to run on the Saints. They got to play good defense like we did, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they have the they have the uh, you know, personnel. I, I think it's easier to run on the Saints than people think. Um, we were having some, uh, we only ran it three times in the second half. That was ridiculous. Or five times. It was some super. Yeah, you guys seem to need a running game coordinator who stays in fucking Doug's ear. Yeah. Because he'll just get away from yep. it. Yep. And just. Yep. 
That's the problem with Doug. That's that's Doug's weakness is yeah. uh, getting away from Complete side note, we'll come back to this. I seen where DeFilippo was interviewing to be the Jaguars offensive coordinator. My first thought was, do they hate Fournette? Yeah. Gee, he'll never get the ball. Shit. Uh, he just, Filippo is a good, he needs to be a passing game coordinator. Yep. But you can't live, give him the keys because he just won't run it. Yeah. He'll literally just get away from that shit. Yeah. You know, he's a good mind. He knows how to scheme shit up, but he does not give a fuck about a running game. Yeah. He was our uh, QB coach and red zone coordinator. That's what he, and man, I'd love to have him back for that, but he don't want to take a step back. He wants hey, that. No OC. one does. No, no one does. It's I, very, it's very rare. Some um, guys settle in though. Norv Turner, Norv Turner has settled into a OC, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, you'll you'll see the guys who've had had a full shot and it just didn't go well. Mm-hmm. You know, and Norv Romeo had Cornell. He's Norv still had two league. shots. Norv was a, a Charger coach and the Skins coach. Yep. He's had two shots. Yeah, yeah. Wade Phillips. Cornell's had two shots. Cornell was a yep. our coach and the Chiefs coach. But there are good coordinators. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's certain guys who their ego doesn't dominate shit. The process dominates shit for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's weird. Uh, I'll, I'll get to another instance of that in a second. So let's go to AFC. Who do you got, Chiefs or Patriots? Gut feelings, the Patriots, but hopefully the Chiefs. Did, did you see the weather for this weekend? Is it terrible? An Arctic blast is supposed to happen over Kansas City, which will be like negative 10. That sucks, man. It super sucks. If you're a Texas boy, Mahomes, and played down south your whole life, and here you got Tom up in fucking Massachusetts, yeah. you know what I mean? Who's just, I mean, negative 10 is going to be brutal for everyone. doesn't matter who. But Tom has done it so yeah, many times. He's, that... he's played under freezing way more than Mahomes. He's played more games under freezing than Mahomes has played in his life. Yes. College, high school. Pee-wee, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't like shit up. Tom's got more games under 32 degrees. I guarantee it. Yeah. So it'll affect them least. I'm still pulling for Chiefs. I'm pulling for a Chiefs Saints Super Bowl. I just hate the Patriots, and I don't. I feel like the Rams are buying it. I hear you. I just hate the Saints. So I'll, I'll <laughs> and like the Patriots. And if the Saints get it, I'd feel good for Drew. Yeah. And the Chiefs, of course, Andy, and it's just new blood, and they haven't done anything to me yet. Um, and I'm selfish. I don't want the Patriots to win because I have a feeling if they do, Tom will ride off into the sunset. And I really want to play him next year in Foxborough. We gotta go to Foxborough. I want that moment, man. I don't want them to rob that from Baker. I want that moment. I want to go take his soul. I want to be that. I want. I want that to happen. They're gonna put that on. They're gonna. I'll be a primetime game. We play the Patriots. That's gonna be on Sunday Night Football or you Monday Night Football. If Tom wins it, though, he will walk away. It'd be the perfect time. It would be, but it doesn't mean he will. But I could see it. Yeah, I could see it. I could see that being like, well, he's already put the. It's almost out of reach now where he's at. I tweeted it to you. It's 16. 16 AFC championships. 16. We, we gave him credit for 13 the other day. Yeah, 16. 16. 16. That has got to be the record. This will be 16. A... Yeah, he's only, he's only playing 15 as of now. Yeah, but that's got to be the record. Yeah, yeah. He's already, all, he's already got these records. Good luck getting five Super Bowls in this day and age of free agency. You know what I mean? If he does win another one, that's stratosphere. That, that record's on. In his lifetime, ain't no one probably going to break that. Someone may break it when the game changes or evolves. He's or... played in as many Super Bowls himself as the Dallas Cowboys have been in mm-hmm. as a franchise. You know. Yeah. I just don't want to see him retire before Baker gets a crack at him. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean Baker would win. I'd, li- I'd like to take my chance, though. I'd like to, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see – because it's in Foxborough. 
It'd be a, it'd be a good moment. So I don't want to see him win, lose, win it because of that. I'd like to see him try to come back for an extra year. Um, I think if the Chiefs play the Chiefs play the Saints, I would take the Saints in the Super Bowl. I think that would be what would happen, in my mind. Um, but the Chiefs' defense played so damn well last week, man. That's the only reason I've been writing them off is not being able to win the whole thing. Is cause yeah. Offensively, they got every inch of firepower anyone would ever need. This team could play the fucking Rams. Yeah. This team, you know what I mean? Like, they could play with anyone. Yeah. Uh, it hurt losing Kareem Hunt, though. It did. It did. But Andy, dude, Andy makes shit happen. Mm-hmm. Andy, Damian Williams. Who is Damian Williams from? I don't know. You don't know. If anyone short of Damian Williams' parents don't know where the fuck that kid came from. But he's playing. He's playing well. Yeah. Andy gets. Andy's good at squeezing talent. Yeah, he is. He'll find out what you do. And we're going to do that. And uh, man, as good as they always talk about how good he is with quarterbacks, dude. I would say he's equally as good with running backs. His running backs always ball out. Always, man. I, Name an Andy Reid team going all the way back to the beginning where they didn't have a running back that balled out every year almost. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, he had Deuce early on. Yeah, Deuce, Westbrook, then McCoy. Shit, Corral Buckholder balled out when he played. Yeah, exactly. So did other guys uh, un- under them. Uh, or, you know, under uh, McCoy, you know. Deion Lewis when he played for yeah, you guys. We, got, got... we squeezed some good games out of your old guy, uh, uh, Jerome Harrison. Is that yeah. his name? Yeah, we yep. squeezed. You know, Andy squeezed some good games out of him at times. But, um, yeah, McCoy, uh, and then he, he goes on to Kansas City and he has all that good uh, time with uh, Jamal. You know, um can't think of his last name. I want to say Lewis, but that was your old Charles. back, Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles, Spencer Ware, Sharkhandrick West. Whoever's fucking taking snaps, son, yeah, he's going to do well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't name a bad running back. I really can't. Yeah, man, he always gets his running backs to. Yeah. Uh, they catch a lot of passes, you know, which yeah, no. I, I love, man. I love getting the running back the ball, especially when you get an offensive lineman because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just a beautiful thing to watch. And, you know, it used to happen so much with Westbrook. I got so accustomed yeah. to seeing that zigzagging through these blocks, you know. I saw a stat the other day James White, Patriots running mm-hmm. back, 15 catches, zero runs. That's crazy. As That's, a you're not back. a running back at that point. Yeah. You're lining up a running back. That's a receiver running, lining up yeah. a running back. It's just that's where the game's going, though. Yep. He's a specialty guy. You know, they got the Michelle Saints to got run. They got one, Burkhead to run. They, yeah. Yeah, man. But um, now we're going to get to my favorite portion of what I'm about to talk about. The Steelers' implosion is it's cascading. First you had Le'Veon not playing. He's done for them. He's going to go wherever he goes and do whatever yep. he does. So that's gone. Antonio Brown, he's already taken like the Steelers out of his Twitter bio. Like he's he's, huh. he's moved on. They moved on to him. Rooney's came out and said, we're going to look to trade him at the, the scouting combine. And they're going to take a hit this first year. A dead cap hit. Bigger than anyone's ever taken and won with. Like no one's ever won with more than like five million, ten million in dead money. They're looking at like 20-some on it, just him. But the biggest loss that they've had – their offensive line coach, Mike Munchak, just bolted laterally. He didn't take a promotion somewhere. He took the same job for another team, Denver. You seen the same thing when LeBeau did it. Yeah. Took the same job just, for, just to get out of there. Yeah. That shit must be terrible behind closed doors. And I start thinking about it because everybody's like, oh, they're going, they, you know, Bell, no, they're losing Antonio Brown. That's, that's tragic for them. Oh, well. They didn't win dick with all that talent. 
They did not. They did not win Dick. They won before all that. They have they had top five talent in every position. Yep. So, except for tight end, but they didn't win Dick, and it's over. That that bubble has bursted officially yep. now. Yep. That window's closed for that group. Juju Smith Schuster is good. Yep. How good is he going to be without Antonio Brown out there? Yeah. Is he going to be able to fill all that? I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, Antonio Brown is that is that good of a player. Yeah. Obviously a piece of shit. Just put that out there in the open. Obviously a piece of shit, but. It just warmed my heart to finally realize what just had happened, and they didn't win shit with all that talent. Yeah, man. It made me feel good. And, uh, yeah, for Munchak to bounce, because their offensive line, that's what always gets them you, through. You know, I, I felt similar to that exact way with Dallas, but I feel different now because they, they did such a good at draft in these last few years. Same thing. Roma was pretty good, dude. I like, like on Sundays in the regular season – he was a thorn in my side, and he, you know, he always lost in the playoffs and stuff. But Roma won a lot of regular season games. Same with Dez. Dez was a beast. Demarco was a beast. They didn't win anything uh, that whole time they had Romo. When they had Marion Barber and T.O. And, and Roy Williams, you know, they, they Witten that whole time. Yep. Demarcus Ware, you know, they had some good fucking players, dude. And so they loaded up the gun, shot all their bulls, and then hit shit. They only won two playoff games the yeah. entire time. Yeah. You know, I think they won their third playoff game in the 2000s this year. Their third one. But they've got a good team right now, man. Well, they did what no one wants to do. Now, I hope Brandon Graham don't fucking end up over there. Yeah, that would make then me you hate, have to him, hate him, Yeah, yeah, you'd be forced to. What Dallas has done, and it's the least sexy thing you can do, and your fan base will be mad the whole time you're doing it, but when you stockpile high draft picks and offensive line, that shit pays off. Yeah, it does. It might not pay off immediately, but when you look and they got Smith and Frederick, and, you know, I mean, like, it, Zach it makes them hard to fucking deal with. Yeah. When you literally, and Lyle Collins, even though they got him through some back channel shit, when you're able to stockpile high draft picks, high personnel and offensive line then you don't have to have a goddamn world beater at quarterback mm -hmm. you you because you give man i'll talk shit about a lot of quarterbacks but i'm telling you right now if you give jared Goff all day he's gonna tear your ass up yeah you know that's just what it is you know it, you see if you get pressure on jared Goff, he kind of folds yep but if you let him sit back here he'll pick you apart shit you let Fucking Bradford said back there he'll pick you apart. You can't let him get comfortable. Trubisky and, got comfortable in my game and ended up getting 300 yards. Yeah, you know? yeah. You can't let that happen. And that's what you do when you invest all that capital in offensive linemen that hit. If they all hit, man, and you were able to form that wall, man, you can... No, Zeke would be good no matter where he's at. But he's yeah. great for Dallas because of what they have in front of him. Yep. That's what made him great. There's other running backs as talented as Zeke. There's a few. There's not a lot. He's that good. Yeah, he is. But... There's eight other backs who, if they played for Dallas, would have similar numbers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So he just fell in a good position. But when you're, you, it allows you to have some breathing room, man. If you can fucking hold a, hold a defense at bay and let your offense dictate, man. And that's what they did. And it, it worked. And the, now they're going to start losing some people. I know Lyle Collins is probably gone mm -hmm. this year. I mean, he's not great, but he's good. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a good right tackle. They're going to lose Sean Lee, but they don't need him. Vander Esch. Uh, Vander Esch is a beast. Vander Esch uh, is a beast. Man, I'd like to have Sean Lee if he didn't get hurt, man. Like, I I would take Sean Lee over Jordan Hicks. Even, you know who Lee reminds me of, though? Who? Same problem you have, Bradley. 
Yeah, Stuart Bradley. He reminds me a lot of Bradley, yeah. dude. He was a beast, man. Yeah, I know. I always Stuart. hurt. Same. Always. They, they have a lot of parallels there. Stuart Bradley had a way shorter career. Yeah, Sean yeah. Lee's had a like at least a five, six year career. Bradley was like three. Uh huh. But it was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah, we like he was a big reason we beat the Giants, man. He he was able to handle Brandon Jacobs, dude, one on one. Like I remember him. I remember watching a game and uh, Brandon and Stuart Bradley gets through the line, tackles Brandon Jacobs one on one for a loss, dude, uh, on just a regular uh, up the middle type run, and you know he gets right around, it, takes him down, and the announcers like talking about how good this block was because it put so much pressure on Stuart Bradley to have to come up and make the tackle. I'm like, why are you focusing on that? How about the fact that Stuart Bradley made the play. Made this play. He just tackled this monster for a loss, dude, one-on-one. Scooped him and took him down. I mean, I, I, I can, that was 10 years ago, 2008. I can remember sitting in my living room thinking that. Like, why are you focusing on that? Yes. But you're right. He went to Arizona after us, Stuart Bradley. Um, did nothing. Did nothing. Did nothing, nothing at all. That was it. Yeah, yeah, talented player, injuries, availability will get a lot of a lot of people. You yeah, know what I mean, it just is. It is what it is. The game's a violent game, and if your tendons aren't built for this, yep, you won't be out there for very long. No. You know, it sucks. We talked. We talked earlier before we came on air about Cam Newton. Yep, their uh, general manager came out and said that they there's there is reason to be concerned that Cam may not play this upcoming season. I don't know what kind of medical information they got on him, uh, what kind of surgery he's going to have to undergo or rehab or whatever it entails. But if there was ever a quarterback built to play that style of football, it is him. And if his body's failing him playing that style of football, then nobody should be playing that style of football and expect it to work. Yeah, I agree. I it's, agree with that. I think you, <clears throat> the style of football you want to play is win from the pocket. Give you a good offensive line. Get some capable receivers. And then pick and choose your times to not play in that structure. But you got to win from within that structure. Yep. To be successful and have longevity. Yep. Doing so. Yeah, it's it's hard to win otherwise, man. The Eagles have tried it so many times with a, 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 a mobile quarterback. You know, we've tried it over and over and never won. And then it's it, sexy, though. When you're, it is. That, that's the problem. Randall Cunningham was, problem. was awesome. Uh, Michael or uh, Donovan McNabb was awesome, man. I, I like see. I, I didn't watch Randall. I, you know, I, all of the Randall I've seen is highlights. I knew who he was when I was a kid because he was so famous. But I don't. I can't remember like a, a watching a Randall run. I, I always remember thinking like, man, everybody says he's good. Eagles suck. You know, that's what I was thinking yeah. when I was a kid. Like we suck. You know, um, with Donovan. Uh, he ran around, but we started winning. Uh, but honestly, I know Randall had a lot of playoff success too, just not like Donovan, you know. But Donovan was way better in the pocket too. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, he had pocket presence. He ran when it was time to run. He didn't just run to run. Exactly. I think he did early on, and he settled yeah. in and became a great uh, pocket passer. Well, that's what was impressive about Mike Vick's run Man. with you guys, dude. Mike, because he didn't play like that for Atlanta. Yeah, he didn't. He was a run. It was first. one run, one read, and I'm out. Yep. I ain't sticking around for the two. He was, dude. He was the best version of Michael Vick was when he played for us. He was a complete quarterback, man. Like he had some amazing games uh, with us throwing the ball. You know, he had excellent games. Like that Monday night game is 
Yeah, against the Redskins. Redskins, mm-hmm. dude. That game was amazing, wasn't it? Oh, I, I had this. I was listening on the radio. Yeah, and it didn't sound real. <laughs> yeah, I was camping and we got was listening to Monday Night Game up at Section Eight, and the first half of that game, everything went right. Uh-huh. Every single thing that could go right. Yep, for you guys went right. The first play of the game was an 88-yard touchdown to Deshaun. It sounds right. And Andy loves to do that. Andy loves to open the game with a big bomb. He did back in those days. I'm not sure he does it so much with Kansas City, but many Eagles games started with a, we're going to take a shot right off the rip. You know what I mean? So we're letting you guys know, you know. Get them safeties back. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it opens up the field for the rest of the game. You got to, you got with Deshaun too. Yeah, especially back in those days. You got to respect that. That's the thing. Like that's, it's. It was great, dude. It's like a video game. When I was listening to it, it sounded like a video game was going down. Yeah, we had man. Think about that team too, man. That was a talented team, dude. I mean, you had Vic fast as hell, Deshaun fast as hell, McCoy fast as hell, and elusive in his prime. Same with Deshaun. And Macklin, who wasn't slow, you know what I mean? And Stelic, who was pretty capable tight end. That was a really talented Eagles team right there, man. More talented than any of the ones Donovan played for, except for maybe the 4 team. It's because they were all in their prime at the same yeah. time. We drafted better by that point. That's the problem. We weren't drafting very well. With Not Donovan. in the skill positions. No, no. We did good on defensive linemen. De- mm-hmm. uh, defense, and offensive linemen. linemen. Yeah, 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 you did. Uh, and, and you hit with Donovan. That's what made everything possible. Yep. But if you'd have hit with a few of those receivers. Yeah, Freddie Mitchell, Hank Basket. Uh, you know, there, there was a few of them. Uh, well, James Thrash came from the Redskins. But, but still, that's a free agent pickup. Yeah. you got to get better with those. You yep. know what I mean? Like, yep. You got a certain when you have a quarterback, when especially where they're they're all firing, getting them weapons is everything. Yeah, you like know? you saw the difference when Donovan got To. You know. Yeah. It, it was crazy different. I'm in this it? position right now where everybody's like, they need to get a first round receiver for Baker. I don't, man, I I think you're pretty good on I don't, receiver. Well, and and I, if here, Callaway takes a step. I want to do what you guys did with To, but through the draft. I want to, this year, we needed to build on defense, get our defensive line built up and our linebackers. Let Baker develop into who he's going to be and then go get him a shiny new toy. He's doing great with what he's got, man. Yep. Like, you continue to build that chemistry, but then after he gets to what his full form is, then you go get him a fucking guy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And let him have one of those seasons. But, like, just let him, the process. Because if you go get him a number one now and he gets it in his head, he has to four-speed this one guy, that'll take away from what he's already doing in the game, mm-hmm. I think. For his development purpose, you know what I mean? But I think that after he's got to that point, then and then you let Landry come off the books and you go get one of those guys. You know what I mean? I, that's the way I feel about it. Build the team, get stable, get strong in the middle, especially on D. Let Baker keep developing. And then when he when he's at that point, yeah, go get him a Lamborghini. See yeah. what he can do then. You know? Tom did the same thing. Yeah. Tom was making it work with whoever the fuck was out yep. Dion Branch and – you know what I mean? Troy Brown and whatever, whatever. And then you went and got Randy, and it was like, oh, shit. Yeah, then it was like that's amazing. That's possible. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, that's kind of, I think, the, I think that's the smart way to do it because you don't handcuff yourself with payroll, too. Yep. You know, if you can get it, if your quarterback's good enough, you can do that. But. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to draft one, too, like Atlanta did, you know. Um, but it took a second for Julio to become Julio. It did. It did, yeah. The first year, Roddy White was still the man. They were in a good position. 
But and they went and got Calvin Ridley this year. Eventually, he'll push Julio out. It might be two, three years from now, but yep. eventually Julio will lose that monster, that step, whatever you know, thing that makes him elite. And it's yeah, it's part of the game. And he's not going. He's not going to take less money. So no. then he's got to come off your books, and then you pay the other guy who you've developed. In theory, I mean, it mean really is going to be that guy. Yeah, but he could become that guy. It's crazy, isn't it? Like just the machine just rolls on, you know, spits guys out. You yeah. Know? Well, the Bengals have done it, and they don't even realize they've done it because AJ Green's the man. Yeah. They went and got this Tyler Boyd kid. Have you watched him play? Mm-mm. Dude, I'm not saying he's the number one now, but in two years he is going to be if he keeps doing what he's doing. And then you get AJ out of there because he's going to be making too much money. Yeah. And you're getting diminished returns because he's my in my mind AJ's best ball is just slightly behind him. Yep. Not a long time. You could still he's still at that point where you can still make the stuff happen if he's on the field. But is he always on the field? No. So then you got to phase him out. You always have to have that plan. And you can't let your players know that that's going. You, if, if you're yeah. AJ Green, you can't have that feeling no. that I'm being replaced as I'm being replaced. You kind of got to be sneaky about that shit. Yeah. And have that next guy in line. It's a juggling act, man. Sometimes it just becomes so obvious. You know? Yeah, yeah. With Holyo and Roddy White, it became obvious. You know, like like Roddy White was still the captain of the team, but Holyo was. But by year two, by the end of year two, it was painfully obvious that yeah. this is the guy. Yep. You're on your way out. Yeah. Yeah, it's a business, and that's it's hard. It's hard because everybody's got egos, and everybody needs paychecks. And, and at the end of the day, you want to win. But some guys, that's that's when people say this to me, they don't watch the pro game because they can't get into it. They're like college better because it's all about team. I I hear what they're saying. Like I I get it because a lot of NFL players, for better or for worse, aren't there because they love it. They they're they're there because they're really good at what they do, and they can earn a lot of money for what they do. The guys that truly love it are the ones that are fun to watch. Yeah. There's out there, there are guys out there collecting a check. Believe that. Absolutely. You know, they, if they could get paid that much money to do anything else, they, if, if they got paid more, they would do that. So I get I get why people say that. I actually I had jury duty with this guy, and we were talking while we were sequestered, waiting for the jury to come up with the rest of their uh, defense or their uh, decision. And he's a huge high State fan. He's actually went to every Big Ten stadium. He went to the Rose Bowl this year. He he travels. Yeah. He goes and sees, you know, that's what he does, his thing. So I just asked him, so, well, who's your favorite Buckeye of all time? I really don't have one, man. I just, I like the team. I don't understand that answer. Yeah. You're like, he's the epitome of the guy who watches college football and can't get into the pros. He just roots for the team. I was yeah. Like, okay. Then I was like, so what's your favorite team of all time? A Buckeye team. He said the O2 team. Uh, that that's a great one. Yeah, man. yeah, it is. Love the O two team, Crystal. But then he was like, "Well, no, there was no real superstars on it." And I'm like, "Ah, Maurice yeah. Claret's yeah, got Maurice it." Yeah, Maurice Claret was. Are you are you are you remembering it correctly? Yeah, because I am. It's just because Claret didn't go on and have a career afterwards. Uh, you he didn't care I mean? about that shit. To him, it's just the purity of the game, and everybody's in it for team. Yeah. And Hart Sock was on that squad. That's why he said that too. He did. Yeah. He did come back to not that Hart Sock was his favorite player, but there was a personal connection because he was in 4-H with Hart Sock growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just weird. I prefer the NFL because the best players are in the NFL. Absolutely, me too. The best skilled players make it to the NFL. Yep. When I, when I'm watching the Eagles, man, I feel like you know, and like uh, for instance, like I got to watch Brian Dawkins play his entire career man uh 16 years of my 32 years of life 
half my life I got to watch this dude and root for this, my favorite player. I don't get to do that with the Buckeyes, man. The longest you ever get to do it's four years. And how rare is that for the good ones? It's ultra mega. I can't. There's never been one. How about that? There's there's never been a Buckeye I've been able to root for for four years ever. Um, two years usually. You know, I'll see him year one. And sometimes it's for one year, you know what I mean? But like Ted Ginn, it was two years. Troy Smith, it was two years. That first year I saw flashes with him. You know, um, uh, you know, Robisky I seen the year before make a few plays, and then he just blew up that next year, you know. Um, Beanie. Yeah, Beanie. Beanie, Beanie didn't play at first. Beanie because had, had three years, actually, because Beanie played with Troy and them, but he wasn't a big, uh, it was Pittman. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what I'm saying, he had to wait. Like, he yeah. was on the team. Same thing for me with Eddie. Eddie played Ohio State for four years, but for those first two years, he was third on the depth chart. Yeah, exactly. Because he had dudes in front of him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was... Yeah. It was... College football's a machine. But, it is. But also, and I'm not saying it's exactly like this, but to me it'd be like being a baseball fan, but you prefer the minors. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean. Like, exactly. Those are good players down there. Yeah, but be, you're here for the show, right? Or being a hockey fan and like preferring the AHL. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah you can go like that stuff, and you. Can but watch there it. is the fan that likes college basketball better. Uh, NBA. There yeah. are that. Yeah, yeah, they exist. Yep, it exists. They're contrarians, in my opinion. Yeah, me too. Um, like, I saw. Like, don't you? I want to watch the best do it. Like, like I'll watch Bellator, but UFC's the shit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's how it's always been. It's how it always is. You know. Did I show you that picture of Cejudo? Yes, Ultimate Hawk. Jesus. Yeah, he's his one arm was bigger than the other. Way bigger. Way than bigger. The other. Yeah. And I was wrong. They're fighting at one twenty five. That dude's still got to make one hundred twenty five pounds. <sighs> he better watch out, man. Well, they're talking shit about Dillashaw. Dillashaw better not make weight. Dillashaw won a record because I'm gonna have an easier time making weight than that dude. Yeah. He might be right. <laughs> he might be right. He is right, man. <laughs> I'm. Dillashaw looked real thin though. He did a presser and like his face was pretty sunken. But he's said this is a one and done for him. Even if he wins, he ain't gonna defend it. He's gonna yeah. win and say he's double champ. That's the thing. That's that's what's in right now. Double yeah. champ. I'm double champ. Double champ. I get double on. champ. Yep. He's even talking about triple champ, but you don't want no part of Max Holloway. Shut the fuck up, Dillashaw. No, he don't, man. You ain't built for that. He can't hurt Max. No. You, no, you, who you, can? I don't know. At one forty five, who the fucking hurt that he, kid? Shit, Connor peppered him for Three rounds and never had him wobble. And Connor has the death touch. You yeah, one forty-five for damn sure did. Yeah, absolutely. He was he was knocking dudes out in the first round, and he chased Holloway all over the ring, landing big ones on him. And Holloway was running, but uh, fighting back with heart and never gave up. You know, no, and he was twenty. Yeah, Connor was twenty-five. And experienced and had fought overseas and, you know. Double champ over there before mm-hmm. he came over. Exactly. Yeah, Holloway was 20 years old. Yeah. Just... They announced a fight today. It's going to be March 23rd in, like, Nashville. And it made me think of other things, not the fight itself. Stephen Thompson's going to fight Anthony Pettis at 170. Interesting. I think Thompson has that. Me too. Physicality-wise, yeah, I think he has that. They're equal in striking. Thompson's probably better at striking, too, even. Yeah, yeah, and whatever Pettis had at one point in time where he was a, just a step ahead of everyone, the game either caught up or he didn't evolve when he should have or whatever happened, happened. And maybe we'll see a better version of him 170, but is that version better than 
Stephen Thompson at 170. Yeah, I doubt it. You're not. It's not too much of a stylistic matchup for to take Thompson out of his element. You're going to be standing with him. Yeah. You're going to be doing what he does. Granny's got to do what you do too. But he does what he does better than you do what you do. I, do, I agree. And he's been doing it against bigger guys than you. Who hit way harder. Yeah. I just. I just. That's how I see that yeah. playing out. He might. He might shut Anthony Pettis off. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean. That's just how I see that going. But it, I start thinking about other because you're seeing this now where guys are finally going up a division and you're seeing them at their best. I thought Anthony Pettis was the best striker there was for a while, and uh, I'll tell you an eye-opening fight for me was when he fought. Uh, and that was my point. Edson Barbosa. What Edson Barbosa went to one seventy. Yeah, I think that's a way better. I think him versus Stephen Thompson. That's different. Now. That's amazing, right there. That's that, that's exactly what I thought though. Ninjas. That's exactly what I thought when I said it. it. Made me think about other things about someone who possibly could go from one fifty-five to one seventy and compete with Thompson. Edson Barbosa is my draft pick. If I could take anyone from 155 to f- compete with Stephen Thompson, I'll take Edson Barbosa. Yeah, because he's nasty. And he was bigger. He's big. He was bigger than yeah. Pettis that night. Yep. I think 170 might do him some good. Yeah. And Thompson's not going to take you down. No. He'll do strike with He'll you. He'll do what you do, and you. I think. I think you would have more knockout power at 170. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. You know? That'd be a closer fight for sure. I believe so. And and Barbosa's in this point now where he's made it as far as he can make it at 155 without facing a wrestler. Mm-hmm. All these guys he's facing at the very tippity top of that division are wrestlers, they and they it. ain't going to dance your dance for no. Edson Barbosa. They're not going to give you the fight you want to. Like the fights that are good for him are Iaquina mm-hmm. or Felder or these guys that'll oblige you and stand up and throw. You're not going to get that with Khabib. Khabib ain't going to throw with you. No. Even Lee, Lee, I mean, can he'll take you down. That's what he will do. You know what I mean? Yep. So he's kind of like at an impasse. He's went as far as he can go at 155. Yep. And I'm not saying he could win the belt at 170. I think there's just better, more exciting fights for him at 170. Yeah. More mystery, you know. That's what it, that's what MMA is at the end of the day. Yeah. What yeah. happens when this guy fights this guy? Mm-hmm. It's a mystery. There's some something that happens after you see it. It was Stephen Thompson versus Woodley. It was a mystery. What's going to happen when they get in the ring? And that first fight was amazing. Yep. After we saw it, though, then they had a rematch. That second fight was horrible. It wasn't too terribly different, but the mystery wasn't there to what would happen. We knew what would happen. Woodley's going to play possum. He's going to lay back. He's going to keep distance. He's, and he did it the exact same way. Yeah. Except there was no excitement the second time because the mystery was dead. Yeah. There's a, uh, the, this weekend, though, this is the beginning of the era, man. They're in ESPN now. And this week is, I wish I could pull the card up. Cowboys fight Alex Hernandez. Uh, pull the card up. <clears throat> Dillashaw versus Cejudo. That's on ESPN. Yeah, ESPN Plus. This first one's on Plus. The one that's on ESPN, the like first ESPN card, I believe that's Kanan and Ganu. In like three weeks, maybe. It's in February, or the very end of January. The one that's like how there would be a big Fox card. Yeah. Doing that except for it's ESPN, and they're loading the fuck up for that. <clears throat> but this this card's nuts though. This one that's going to be on ESPN Plus. This first one, they're they're throwing their hat in the ring, which will hurt their matchmaking for the next few months. They always do this. Yes. But you see what they're doing in March? They're loading up in March too, man. Throwing haymakers, like the the card that I'm not the card, the main event and co-main event that I'm the most excited for in the short term. Yeah. Is the Australian card, where you got Gastelum and Whitaker at the headliner. And then Adesanya and Silva in the co-main. But other than that, there's only two fights I care about on that whole card. 
So they're not really loading up the card. They're just loading up the, the pinnacle for it. You know what I mean? So I have to see that. But like, when they load up on these cards, that's what they do. Is they make yep. they'll have to make some lackluster cards, with some good main events to make up for it. You get anything pull up? Greg uh, Hardy's fighting on it. Yeah, Greg Hardy's going to fight some dude you ain't never heard of. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Greg Hardy's fighting on it, and says so that Rachel Ostevich, and she just got a she. Someone just domestically attacked her. Yeah. It's the wrong card to put Greg Hardy on, in my opinion, because of that. So, Randy Brown versus Chance Rincontori. Rinic I can't... Rincontor. Rincontor. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a, um, a Dana White Contender Series guy. All right. And then Bilal Muhammad versus mm -hmm. Geoff Neal. Yeah, they pronounce that Jeff. Isn't Geoff, that weird? Yeah, Jeff. It's G-E-O... F F like geo like a geo tracker and then O F F yeah, yeah 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 but Jeff okay I spell Jeff J E F F asshole let's that's, <laughs> make this complicated yeah like when somebody spells Sean S E A N fuck you Dennis Bermudez versus uh, T Edwards T E Edwards who's that I don't, I'm not sure who that is and how do you pronounce that is it Tay T E is all it is. Tay, so Tay Edwards, Mario Batista versus Corey Sandhagen. These names, man. Who are these <laughs> fucking people? Alonzo Menafield. Menafield, dude. Yeah, that dude's a killer. Vinicius Castro, Joanne Calderwood versus Ariane Lipsky. I don't know who that Lipsky girl is. Alexander Hernandez versus Donald Cerrone. Dude, Alex Hernandez, have you seen the kid fight? No. They're feeding Cowboy these murderers, dude. Man, yeah. he's going. I'm not saying he's going to beat Cowboy, but I'm saying he should. Everything I've seen out of Alex Hernandez leads, yeah. leads you to believe he'll kill Donald Cerrone. Yeah. I feel bad, dude. Yeah, they're, uh, well, Cerrone can get out of the game if he wants to. Yeah, he, he keeps begging to go 155, and they won't let him. They keep like, no, no, you're doing great at 170. Here's a murderer you no one's yeah. ever heard of. Let's make a name off of yep. you. That's yep. all that it is. That's what he is. Glover Teixeira versus Carl Robertson. I don't know Carl Robertson. Uh, Robertson took the fight late notice. There, already, there was someone supposed to fight Glover that was like a another young killer. Yeah, Glover's just looks so horrible. Uh Every time I've seen him yeah. lately, like the shine went off him after the John Jones fight. It actually might have been that Johnny Walker. I think that might have been who was supposed to fight to share. I could be wrong about that. Paige Van Zandt versus uh, Rachel Ostovich. Yeah, that that one's the eye candy bout of the night. Yeah, is she hot too? <laughs> yeah, she was the one who got domestically abused though, and they okay. put her on the same card as Greg Hardy. It makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, that shows you. PR, they're just numb what to idiots, it. They're just man. numb to it. They are dumb. Uh, Joseph Benavidez versus Dustin Ortiz. Yep. Gregory Galipsy versus uh, Yancey Medeiros. Yes, and Greg Gregor Gillespie is from New York City. He's from like Long Island. He's the best wrestler you've never heard of. And then they got Greg Hardy versus Alan Crowder all the way up there as the co-main. That's a kind of an insult. Um Man, that's what just turns me off about UFC. That kind of stuff era, you know. Um, Henry Cejudo and then Dillashaw, that's the card. Yep. How do you see the Cejudo-Dillashaw fight playing out? 
Oh, I think TJ will whoop his ass. Uh, I think Cejudo ain't going to be able to take him down. Um, I, I think... Uh, yeah, I don't... Okay, I don't do, you, have to, do you see... Do you see the... I mean, no one's ever seen Dillashaw fight at 125. Yeah. Ever. Do you think that he's going to be more effective or less effective or same? It's hard to say, man. I it mean, is hard to say. Uh, this is very hard. That's it's that, that's the only thing that, that to me that's the only thing that clouds it. All you can do is go with your gut. Like my gut says, will he be faster, or would that diminish him? Yeah, I know. because if he's faster, what if fuck Sudo? Yeah, the dehydration affects him, and Sudo clips him. That'd be weird. Yeah, I can't. I look at Sudo, and Sudo is powerful. He's a good wrestler. I don't think he's overly quick. No. And I know at 135, TJ's practically the Matrix. Yeah, he is. He's fast. He's in and out. His angles are great. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I think he'll beat Cejudo. I think he'll pepper him. Cejudo will tie him up. It won't be... It'll take TJ a while. It'll yeah. take him a while. I don't know if you can knock Cejudo out. Yeah. Look at that head. Oh, Mighty Mouse sure made it look easy. Yeah, the first he time. Took, took him out inside of a round. And the second time he got beat by him, though. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I, know. I mean, he's evolved. But I mean, I, I don't he, think he's that same guy that you knocked out in the first. Yeah, but unfortunately T, for TJ, TJ can beat Mighty Mouse, though, man. I, in my opinion, you know, I would have loved to see it. Been the toughest guy Mighty Mouse ever fought. Yeah, he ain't never fought nobody like TJ before. Um, I, I think TJ has fought people. Oh no, he fought Dawson. Dawson beat TJ MMA man. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's some. That's you know. Come on. TJ would fuck Dotson up eight out of ten times now. Um, yeah. That was just a time they... But not at the time that Dotson fought Demetrius a, the first time. No. Because he was still... That was before TJ had I gotta use the bathroom become who he was. I got this. But, uh, yeah, I, I think TJ uh, has gotten far better. Uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. TJ's on that track where you see a guy where every time you see him, he's gotten better or added something to his game. And you never see TJ two times in a row look exactly the same. Here's another thing I'll say: uh, like he clipped TJ in that fight as soon as the fight started, so we don't even know if he would have ended up winning that fight anyway uh, because he clipped him, so he did end up winning the fight. But if that doesn't happen, it's not like he went in there and outclassed him like yeah. Connor did. Uh, he uh, kind of outspeeded him. He got, beat him to he, a punch he, one time. Yeah, it was a wild scramble. He hit him with a yeah, forearm. Yeah, wasn't even a full punch. And it hit him across the. It hit him with the forearm, and just a wild scramble, and it hit him in the side of the head, and knocked his equilibrium off. And he got all chicken legged, and then uh, Dotson being as fast as he is. Ran and, it, and to me, it was still an early stoppage. Yeah, it was. It was. TJ was definitely dazed, but it wasn't like it was game set and match, and you were saving TJ. And TJ's a psychopath, which actually like aids him in being a competitor. Well, that does it for us today. We did about a solid 55 minutes in the books. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be coming back at you later this week. Until then, peace the fuck out. Hi.